Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this emergency news video. You know what? It is absolutely mad. I think in all of last season, I think I did three emergency news video across the entire year. So far, we are only in January. Give it the last day of January, but we are in January and I have done two emergency news videos already. But what's this one about, I hear you cry? I imagine you already know. F1 has rejected Andretti's bid to join the Formula 1 grid in 2025 or 2026. This is absolutely huge news and completely ruins my F1 2025 driver predictions grid predictions video. How dare they? But yeah, um, this is huge, and I did not see this coming. Uh, I think we've spoken about this a lot here on the channel over the past year, that Andretti joining F1. And every single time we've spoken about it, I always said, I think they'll make it. I think I even said at some point, I'm 99% sure they'll be on the grid in 2025. It turns out, I was wrong. They will not be on the grid in 2025, which is obsessing, which is annoying, um, by the way, I want to say this right now, this is not the end of this. This is not they've been rejected and they're going to go, oh, well, ah, oh, shucks, I guess it's over. This is not the end of this, especially considering the FIA said they could join and F1, who are the commercial rights holders to Formula 1, have now said that they can't. This was not over. I imagine this will be going to the courts. I imagine there will be appeals. This is no, not over yet. Uh, what I have got here, though, is F1's official statement as to why they have rejected Andretti. I'm going to read through this now for you and um, break it down and talk about where I agree, where I disagree. Also, uh, what we're going to be doing in this video is there's been a lot of news about Andretti this week in general, leading up to this, which now makes me think that Andretti knew this was coming this week and have uh, just been kind of leaking these news stories along the week leading up to this to gather support. Uh, we'll talk about all that as well in a little bit because, my God, I think this has been... Yeah, it's been an interesting week. I was going to... I was thinking earlier today, actually, about the... F1 news roundup video that normally comes out on a Saturday and I was like, this Saturday I think I'll call it like Andretti are ready for F1 or something like that. Turns out they are ready but F1 are not ready for Andretti. Let's break down this statement then. So, here's what they have to say. Our assessment process has established the presence of the 11th team would not on its own provide value to the Formula 1 championship. The most significant way in which a new entrant would bring value is by being competitive. We do not believe that the applicant, Andretti, would be a competitive participant. Um, so that's their first thing. They do not think Andretti would be competitive within F1. And to that, I say, what a load of rubbish. Because Andretti have already proven in basically every other open wheel racing that they can be competitive. They're in Formula E, of course, they're in IndyCar. And they're very good in IndyCar. You know, they've proved they know what it takes to make a fast car. And they would have made a fast car in here in Formula 1. They're already showing more pros progress for the 2025 Formula 1 World Championship than most other teams are. I know that's because I've only had the focus on. But still, Andretti... 
being competitive, I don't think that's something you have to worry about. Maybe in their first year, they wouldn't be great. They would have been like lower midfield. But over the years, they would have progressed and been very good. And, you know, the instant thing that everyone's going to say here is Haas are on the grid. And Haas are on the grid. A team that has come last two out of the last three seasons. What you also have to remember is in the last ten years, I think Williams have scored zero points multiple times. Sauber have also had seasons when they weren't very good. McLaren, less than ten years ago, were embarrassing. So... There's loads of teams who have not been competitive and they're still there because they came in when F1 needed money and needed attention. Now F1 is in a boom period, thanks to Drive to Survive, where it doesn't necessarily need the money and it doesn't necessarily need the attention. So it can just reject places like this. You know, if you go back to 2010, 2010, uh, 2010, 2011, 2012, you have teams like uh, Caterham, HRT, Marussia, they all came in under the guise of a budget cap that never happened and were the least competitive teams we've ever seen. Three of them at the exact same time. They were allowed in, though, because F1 didn't have a lot of money. Now it does, it feels it can reject one of the most famous names in world motorsport. Carrying on, they need uh, the need for any new team to take a compulsory power unit supply, potentially over a period of several seasons, would be damaging to the prestige and standings of the Formula 1 championship. This is referring to the fact that Andretti would take a Renault power engine up until 2026 when General Motors' Cadillac would come in and provide that new uh, engine. Um, I don't think this is true at all, especially considering McLaren don't make their own engines. Red Bull don't make their own engines. Well, they say they do now, but they don't. It's really still a Honda. You know, this that's ridiculous to me. Utterly, utterly ridiculous. When you look at the history of Formula 1, you have Ferrari who've made their own engines, and you've had Mercedes who've made their own engines, and you've had Renault who've made their own engines. When you look at the names that have won the most titles, won the most races, Williams have never made their own engines. McLaren and Red Bull, as I said, never made their own engines. If you look at the teams that have won the last few championships, there's Red Bull, Mercedes... Braun, they didn't make their own engines. Then you go to McLaren. So to say that's damaging to the world championship? I mean, come on. And also, they're going to have a Renault. And Renault are crap anyway, so that doesn't you know, worry about that. You should be more concerned about the state of Renault engines over the past 20 years than you should about Andretti coming in. Moving on! While the Andretti name carries some recognition for Formula 1 fans, our research indicates that F1 would bring value to Andretti rather than the other way round. What a statement to make. So, would... Oh my god. Would... uh, And would F1 bring more value to Andretti? Yes. Absolutely. The Andretti stocks, the image of Andretti would be massively risen by them being an F1. There is no way to deny that at all, especially in Europe. The image of Andretti would go up massively by being associated with F1 in Europe. But to say that one of the most famous American racing teams of all time would not bring any value to Formula 1 is ridiculous. We have this huge boom of F1 in America. 
We know F1 cares about that because we have free races there this year and last year. They highly value their reputation within America. To have an American team that isn't Haas, the worst team, is good. It's, it is maddening to me. Like I watch IndyCar quite a bit. I don't make videos on it because I quite like it being my own little, my own motorsport thing that I just watch with a couple of my friends and we just talk about it together. I don't have to broadcast it to the world. But I do watch it and I very much enjoy it. But it is also the most American thing of all time. If you've never seen IndyCar before, before every race they sing the national anthem and then a priest comes out from the IndyCar church and says a prayer. It's the most American thing ever and the Americans love it. Andretti are one of the biggest names within IndyCar. If you have an Andretti team within Formula 1, there will be fans of IndyCar who will come over and watch it. It's as simple as that. So to say that F1 would bring value to Andretti, not the other way around, ridiculous. Now, I'm you know I'm not saying that... Um, I don't think it would be equal, because I do think... Andretti would gain more than Formula 1 would initially. Over a longer period of time, I think the F1 would gain equal amounts. But, yeah, that is that is ridiculous. Moving on. The addition of an 11th team would place an operational burden on race promoters, uh, would subject some of them to significant costs, and would reduce the technical, operational, and commercial spaces for other competitors. Like you So here what they're saying is, if there was an 11th team on the grid... Um, then we wouldn't have all this space in the in the <laughs> in the paddock for all these other places, and it'd be really difficult for the tracks to accommodate this eleventh team. I'd also like to remind you all that for the last year, Brad Pitt's special little movie has had a lovely eleventh team at a lot of races, and that's been fine. Uh, we were not able to identify any maternal. Uh, Sorry, not maternal, any material uh, expected positive effect on CRH financial results as a key indicator of the pure commercial value of the championship. Once again, America would give lots of money, even more money than they're already giving, which is a lot of money. On the basis of the application as it stands, we do not believe that the applicant has shown it, is, it would add value to the championship. We conclude the applicant's application to partake in the championship should not be successful <laughs> god so here's the really interesting bit there's been rumors for ages now that f1 don't want andretti we've known that for a while that's been a big story but there was a story not so long ago that f1 would quite like general motors but they would not like andretti and here is their final bit of the uh um the statement which re which uh, rejects Andretti. They say, We would look differently on an application for the entry of a team in the 2028 championship with a General Motors power unit, either as a General Motors work team or as a General Motors customer team designing all allowable components in-house. In this case, there would be additional factors to consider in respect of the value that the applicant would bring to the championship, in particular respect of bringing a prestige new OEM to the sport as a power unit supplier. 
So basically what they've said there at the end is, Andressi, we don't want you. Go away. But General Motors, that sounds like a good idea. You can come along in 2028. Uh, also, I think the Concord Agreement is being looked at again either this year or relatively soon, which is basically the Bible of the F1 rules about uh, how much teams get paid and how much teams have to pay to get in. Uh, so when 2028 comes around, that $200 million statement that's been thrown around a lot as to how much Andretti have to pay, that's going to go massively up by 2028. It could even triple or even more than that. So... Yeah, this is just really, really disappointing because every statement they've made as to why Andretti shouldn't come in I feel is easily refutable. Um, yes, some of the ridiculousness in here about F1 would bring value to Andretti, not the other way around. Andretti couldn't be competitive. I mean, it is just madness. It truly, truly is. And... um. Like I said, Andretti have already been in the news a lot this week. So I'm going to read through some of the stuff that has been in the news about them this week. And now, seeing this, I do think that Andretti have been uh, pre-warned that this news was coming out today. Because it seems like every day this week so far, uh, there has been a Andretti news piece about how good they're going to be in 2025 and how they're working towards that leading up to the big news that they're not going to be in it so I think they have been garnering uh, fan support um, so firstly they debuted their first images of their wind tunnel model they're using the uh, the old Toyota wind tunnel in Cologne which um, McLaren have been using for a very long time now uh, until their new wind tunnel came online last year. So that wind tunnel that McLaren have been using for years, Andretti have been using on their own model, which, you know, is fantastic. But they, they've got a car. They've got it. They've designed a car. They've gone that far. Um, also, it was revealed Otmar Safnauer, the former uh, Alpine team principal, he has done an interview saying that he, he had some discussions with Malcolm, Mal not Malcolm, Michael Andretti, and he actually called him whilst he was still in Alpine. It wasn't a case of Otmar's been sacked, let's get him in. Uh, Michael Andretti was calling Otmar before he left because he was interested in him coming on board. Andretti set up four locations for their team. So they had a Silverstone base, which was for the race team and design elements. They had a base in Charlotte, North Carolina, which was for simulations, vehicle dynamics, and research and development. Then in Cologne, where the Toyota Wind Tunnel is, they had a base there. Then also in Fishers. Now, I'd never heard of Fishers, but Fishers is in Indianapolis, which, of course, is where uh, the home of Andretti is, and that's where the man manufacturing base would be. Also home to a little race called the Indy 500. You might have heard of it. So, yeah, Andretti putting out big news all week about how, they're, how they are ready. They are the most ready. They are ready to go. And F1 just go, no, thank you. We, respect, we respectfully disagree. So, yeah, this is huge. And like I said, this is nowhere near the end of this. Andretti will not be waiting around to try and apply in 2028. They will be on this immediately. I'm just going to check my phone to see if they have made any kind of statement or anything like that at all as we sit here right now because I imagine they will not be taking this lying down. Let's have a look on the Andretti Twitter page. 
let's have a look. No, nothing as of just yet. But Be Real has gone off, so that's interesting. Here you go. You're gonna be on my. You're gonna be on my Be Real whilst whilst I talk here. Uh, whilst I finish off the video. So yeah, it's tough, but um. <sighs> This is just going to be one of those, another huge story going in towards the end of the year. Well, not even the end of the year, throughout this year. Andretti will appeal this and, oh God, it's going to get messy. There's already massive talks about the divisions between the FIA and the and F1 Liberty Media as the commercial rights holders of F1. This will probably be, uh, this will be another nail in that. So, my goodness. Disappointing, but not the end. That's all I've got to say for this right now. Uh, as I said, I'll be back on Saturday to cover all the other news from the week, if there is any other news from the wiki. In the, from the wiki? What is going on with me? It's been a long day. I've just finished work and made this video. So I imagine there'll be fallout from this as well. I'll cover that on Saturday, uh, if not before. On Friday, there is the reveal of the new Haas. So I'll be up here to talk about that, the Haas livery launch. And then on um, Friday as well, there is the, my video coming out for the best liveries for each current F1 team. So I'll talk about that as well. Until next time, though, make sure you like and subscribe. I've got to say that at the start. Have a good one. Let me know what you think about all this in the comments down below. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.